Welcome to the Be Ruthless Show, where we have the conversations that other people don't, the conversations that other people won't. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and I'm ready to make a lot of noise and disrupt things ruthlessly. Thanks for being here today. Now let's get to it. Welcome back to the Be Ruthless Show. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and today I am popping in with an unexpected solo visit because this crazy world we live in needs some conversation and disruption. Sassy's in the background agreeing with me if you can't tell. Uh, I woke up to a message from a friend, a Detroit firefighter who's been on this show, actually, that there was another suicide in the department, making three in eight months. And I am speechless. I was speechless. I'm still speechless. Yet this isn't anything new. First responders are putting their lives at risk and seeing things on a daily basis and dealing with so much that I just can't even imagine. We need to normalize many things. We are failing. I don't know who, but we are. I'm not placing blame, but I'm just saying we need to make changes and do something. And the first is that we need to normalize mental health. It's real. It affects everyone in this world in some way, if not personally, someone that they know. We have all dealt with it. And if someone hasn't, they're either not being honest or extremely unbelievably fortunate in this world we're living in through COVID, through isolation, through returning back to functioning without knowing if we're safe. I mean, these are daily issues for everyone. And first responders, more than anyone, they risk their lives for us and for our support. We need to do the same. So we need to normalize mental health. We need to have the conversations and we need to normalize that accepting help is a strength. It's about time. Don't you want to raise your children in a world where they know they can ask for and receive help no matter what it is? We have to lead by example. We deserve the same that we want others to have. So it is time. We have to make noise and let everyone know men first responders, especially people in fields that that for some reason there is this perception or stereotype that accepting help is a weakness, it's wrong. The world is backwards. That perception is backwards. And we, meaning professionals, family members, the department, the higher ups in the departments, what can we do, the professionals who want to help and want to be there and want to support so that these numbers change, what can we do? Should we pop in to a different department every day because they're everywhere? This affects people all over the world and it, it's twofold, right? We have the first issue, which is that people are struggling and they're struggling in silence and they're taking lives with when there's support available and other options. 
what can the professionals do? Should we have, should it be required that you have someone on staff in every department, in every school, in every company so that people have a safe place to go? I, I believe that. Do you? First responders, if you're listening, Sam at SamanthaRuth.com, family members of first responders, if you're listening, what can we do to change this? I don't want to wake up to these messages. And unfortunately, it's not rare for me to overdose, death by suicide. It's everywhere. And for every number that we hear, there's a number that we don't. And no one's life life is more or less important than someone else's. So what can we do? I think that maybe it should just be required that you have a mental health professional on staff to normalize these conversations when we all have ideas in our head of the things we don't know, right? I've had guests on this show who have talked about their preconceived idea that they had a therapist, it didn't go well, they didn't like it, therefore that's what all therapy was like, right? It's not like that. We need to be out in the world meeting people, letting you know that it's not what you think it is, it's not the movies, it's not laying on a couch being analyzed. We just want to be here to provide support, to let you know that talking about your feelings is not only okay, but it's necessary. It's the only way through. And the fact that we are not teaching that and shouting that from the rooftops is part of the problem. The the secondary issue that I mentioned a few minutes ago, and I'll come back to, is that we now have another culture of grief. These departments, these first responders who have to march into buildings and face people at gunpoint and do crazy things that you and I can't imagine, right? Where, where is the time for them to grieve, to acknowledge that, that it's not only something they can do, but something they should do? We can't get through loss if we don't acknowledge it, guys. I was... I don't want to say shamed or stigmatized, but really, truly, I was a judge. People were surprised by my level of grief and the depth of my grief, which intellectually they weren't surprised, but they were surprised at my journey of healing and my uh, not bouncing back not pushing through, not pretending to be fun, Sam, like acknowledging my grief, feeling it, crying if I needed to cry, wearing pajamas and not putting on a happy face if that's how I was feeling, being authentic, being real. That's how we get through it. I'm not saying it's easy and comfortable and fun, but I am saying that if we do not deal with it, and allow ourselves, allow others, encourage others, it shows up in other ways, guys, right? It shows up in our relationships. It shows up with substance abuse. It shows up with moods and health, physical symptoms. I've had guests on this show talking about all of these things, and yet here we are, and I'm waking up on another day 
to something I want to be changing. I want, so please, what can we do? Because the first thing that comes to my mind is require having somebody on staff. That doesn't mean everybody's going to knock on the door and want to walk in. But that gives us the opportunity to show you what it's like versus what you think it's like. And, and some people's minds might change and conversations can happen and, and people can say, my God, it wasn't terrible. Or my God, I actually am getting something out of it. Imagine that. Imagine looking forward to talking to somebody, to having somebody completely there to advocate with you and for you and just no agenda, right? Just to, shouldn't we all have that luxury? Different than a spouse or a parent or a best friend, somebody who truly has no vested interest other than being there to support you through the journey. It's not my goals, it's yours. It's not my agenda, it's yours. I'm along to help you accomplish it, get there, figure it out. Some people don't even know what they want. And that's more common than it should be. But these are the things we need to be talking about. So what else can we do? Can I, I mean, honestly, when I started working in the schools in Michigan, when I changed uh, from working in Oakland County to Wayne County, I literally went from school to school to school, introducing myself and making relationships. I did that when I came to Colorado as well. It was a little bit different. But should we be just going into poli police stations and fire department? Do we need to create funding and create jobs just for people to have the time on a daily basis to go check in? Because I want to. I'm not kidding you. I don't want more people suffering in silence. I don't want another life lost when support is available. So um, this was so relevant that I'm, you know, changing the schedule and popping in today because what else can, I'm asking and I'm venting and I just want to help all, every, the people who are struggling, who need support, every single one of you, it's available. You deserve it. It might not be the first person you work with, but if it's not, there's someone else who's a better fit. But I also want to help the, the survivors and those left behind and the grief that must be a part of the first responders community, three in eight months. I couldn't process one in eight months, guys. We have to do something. So thank you for listening. Please share your thoughts. And I wish I had more answers. I could read off the numbers, believe me, before I came on, I was Googling and, and looking up statistics that honestly just made me feel worse. There are agencies, there are, there are so many places and people and supports available, but it doesn't matter if we are not normalizing receiving help as a strength. Nobody can do absolutely everything. We all need help somewhere with something. That's just the right it's a strength. Please, I hope I hope one person listening hears me. 
I don't have contacts in every city of every state, but I tell you what, people call me a pit bull and have forever because I will find something. So if you don't know who to reach out to, reach out, out to me. I'll help you find someone in your area. We'll figure it out together. You're not alone. And I'm not the only one who feels this way. So please know if you want the help, we're out here and we are busting our buns and racking our brains to think of what else we can do. So the, the final thought I'll leave you with is that you, if you're in pain, you don't have to hide it. Dealing with it is not a weakness. Dealing with it is the way through it. So it doesn't resurface in other ways and in other areas of your life. So again, be ruthless. This is your friends, your families, your loved ones, your neighbors. Be ruthless looking out for yourselves and each other. And until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening today. Your support means everything to me, truly. If this podcast resonates with you, please do me a favor and join in the ruthless movement by making some noise and doing one of these four things. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Tell a friend so we can break stigmas even faster. Leave a review so people can see what you think of the show. And last, if you want to learn more about me and be a part of the Grief Hub community, please head on over to the Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Thanks again for spending your time with us and see you next week.